Welcome to the Synthwave Podcast called Heartbeat Here Radio. Unfortunately, I have some sad news. The actor Carl Weathers has passed away last Thursday, peacefully in a sleep at the age of 76, famous for playing Apollo Creed in the Rocky film, starring in The Predator alongside Arnold Schwarzenegger, and most recently in the Disney Plus Star Wars series, The Mandalorian. Now, I'm a big fan of The Mandalorian, and I was watching Rocky II with my son a while back, and we really enjoyed that movie. We're definitely going to miss him. My heart goes out to his family members and all of his fans. This show was brought to you by my main sponsor, Joe Esposito of the Ozone Nightmare Podcast. Previously on Heartbeat Here Radio. Oh, absolutely. Um, every every guest is um, <laughs> it, it can be every guest can be surprising. I like to be here. Thanks for the invitation. Well, glad to have you on and your son there as well. Dad. It's, not very, it's not very professional. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I had a mouthful of chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Well, mate. Well. What kind of chocolate were you eating? How can I recreate this without having a synthesizer? Just rec- uh, I, I did research for the best plugins. Gunship. We were talking about that earlier, dude. Dark All Day is one of my all-time favorite albums. I am most grateful of all for my beautiful daughter, Nira. Yeah, so I was distracted by the end of that music video. To uh... <laughs> get 10 questions wrong in a row with Mark, that was great, man. <laughs> Never had that before. Hey, gang, this is Joe from over on the Ozone Nightmare podcast, and I am thrilled to be sponsoring this episode of Heartbeat Hero Radio. The Ozone Nightmare broadcasts new episodes five days a week. Monday through Thursday, you'll hear The Daily Five, a single-topic short show where I highlight one thing that's on my mind. Fridays, we publish the main show, where my co-host Lando and I talk about pop culture, movies and television, video games, and whatever random rabbit holes we wander into. You can also listen to the Ozone Late Night series, where I interview folks from all over the creative spectrum, including great guests like Heartbeat Hero himself. Beyond the podcast, I'm also an illustrator whose work you may have seen on things like Magic the Gathering cards. Head on over to OzoneNightmare.com for links to the podcast, as well as my illustration work. Hi, this is Clank, and you're listening to Heartbeat Hero Radio. Hi, this This is Josh and Ricky from Munetics, and you're listening to Heartbeat Hero Radio. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Adex, and you're listening to Heartbeat Hero Radio. Hey, this is Joe from the Ozone Nightmare Podcast. Hi, this is Robin Lights, and you're listening to Heartbeat Hero Radio. Hi, this is Karen Zoe Lee. Hi, I'm Sin Street. This is Sequenza. Oh, hello! It's me, Steven, from Hot Heels. Heartbeat Hero Radio Show! This is the Heartbeat Hero Radio Show. Have a good time listening to great music, artist interviews, and some nice trivia games right now on this very channel. It's Saturday night, the 3rd of February, 2023, and I'm here live on twitch.tv slash heartbeathero, and this is episode number 63 of the Synthwave podcast, Heartbeat Hero Radio. My name is Daniel Barton, and I'm your neighborhood-friendly Synthwave fan. Shout out to my Patreon supporters, Jefferson Rift, Robin Lights, and Keith Atherton. You're listening now to a new track by Ferris Malik called Playful Adaptation. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash heartbeathero. Tonight, I will be interviewing 
Power Rob. That will be live at 8.30 p.m. Paris time here on Heartbeat Hero Radio. And for the trivia at 9 p.m., we will have Dark Rob of Megatronics, Scott of Elevate the Sky, and Brendan, a.k.a. Peshang. And, of course, Power Rob will join us as well. All righty, then. Let's get this show on the road. I have a new single coming out on the 14th of February. So this is a worldwide exclusive tonight. I had this old track playing on a USB stick in the car. And when my daughter heard it, she asked if it was on Spotify. And I said, no, it's not. But it will be soon. I took it out of my collection of unreleased tracks, dusted it off, polished it up. And this is the result. This is We Got Love by Heartbeat Hero. That was We Got Love by Harvey Hero. That's me. And supporting the show is Night Far Gone, Knight Rider 87, Synthwave 83, Angela Barton Medium, Dot and L. And we got a lot of people in the chat. I'm going to shout out right now. We got John Kloppenberg, Bourbon and Branch, Pashong, Axel Rhodes, Estwars, Steeman Demon 666. We got Dan Man 3712, Mark Delight. Adex, Pac-Man, Power Rob, Rand, Dimmy K, and Bokanoid just joined in. Whew. 
That's a lot of people. Thank you so much for joining in. Uh, I have a little story here. Uh, the new Apple Vision Pro is here. It was released on the 2nd of February. Now, it's sold over 160,000 units after opening its pre-orders. The reviews are coming out, and it's looking very promising, and it's been a hot topic with me and my son lately. Uh, he can totally imagine the whole family having their own Apple VR headset, us all being in the same room but watching something different. Uh, waving our arms in the air like the movie Ready Player One. So I went online to see if I could get a cheap version of the Apple Vision Pro. Now, I found this on eBay, and I don't know if it's going to work. Let's check it out. All right, let's take this off. Let's see. Okay. I, I, I can't really see anything, but I bet you that... I mean, this is really light and soft. I bet you it's more comfortable than the Apple Vision Pro. Uh, I could probably even sleep in it. So I think money well spent. What do you think? All right, let's get back to the music. Let's see what we got up next. Um, from North Carolina in the realms of metalcore and electronic, these children of the 80s are a husband and a wife duo. Um, Randy and Angelica are brighter than a thousand suns, and this is their new track called Fever. Dreams! The foretold voice I long disowned comes home to light that distant
That was Fever Dreams by Brighter Than a Thousand Suns. Uh, this show was sponsored too by my sister, Leellen, my mom, Haiti, and my wife. We got one more shout out, and that's to Robbie Whiplash, who will also be joining us uh, later on in the trivia. Now, Elon Musk claims that his wireless chip has been implanted in a human brain. The news came out last Wednesday, January 31st. Uh, the chip is called the Neuralink, and the Neuralink is a chip placed in your brain to control your mind. Now, it sounds kind of scary, but I will tell you this. Its purpose is to help people who have lost connection between their brain and their body. For example, someone who's paralyzed below the neck will hopefully be able to use the chip to move their bodies in the future, and that would be an amazing future. Up next is an electronic music producer from Fresno, California, USA. Get some merch on 1ZRO.com. Uh, sorry, 1ZROmusic.com and get ready for some cyberpunk. This is Brace Yourself by 10.
yeah, that was Brace Yourself by 1-0. We got one shout out to the chat. That's Cashmere Feline. Welcome and joining in the chat. Valentine's Day is coming up. Maybe you hate it. Maybe you love it. And I was wondering, who was your first movie star crush? In the chat, who was your first movie star crush? Now, mine was probably Jessica Rabbit, the animated character in the movie Roger Rabbit. And my crush now is Anna de Armas from the James Bond movie. Write in the chat who your first movie star crush was, or in the comments if you're listening on SoundCloud, or send me an email at heartbeatherosubmit at gmail.com. Up next is a 28-year-old producer from Denmark, Mads Dyrenberg, a.k.a. Madison, a.k.a. Kinda Funky, right? He also has co-produced tracks like Solo Dance by Martin Jensen and remixes with Katy Perry and much more. Get ready for some dirty funk. This is a compilation of videos by Kinda Funky, right? That was a compilation of kind of funky, right? Um, who answered the question? Uh, who was your first movie star crush? We had Dan Ekes, president of Retro Synth Records, uh, answer the question, and it was Jennifer Connelly, which is a very nice choice. She also played in the new Top Gun, by the way. If you haven't seen that movie yet, uh, it is very cool. LV380 is a synthwave producer based in the California Bay Area. His music blends cinematic elements with retro electronic sounds and is inspired by his love for film scores, metal music, and video games from the 80s and 90s. This is Perfect Score by LV380.
Oh, yeah, that was perfect score by LV3880. All right, uh, now it's time for the pre-recorded show. Almost, I just want to say one more thing. Pashang had a nice movie star crush. It was Cameron Diaz when she walked down the stairs in the mask. Very cool. Now it's time for the pre-recorded show, and I'll be back with a live interview with Power Rob. I will see you in the chat. Welcome to the pre-recorded show. Up next is a track by a good friend of mine called Embers. Um, he create, recreated a track that I wrote called Summer Nights 1984, and this track is called The Day You Walked Away by Hardbeat Hero and Embers. Say, I guess it's the price I pay. I'll never forget. 
That was The Day You Walked Away by Heartbeat Hero and Embers. Up next is On the Beach by R&D87. And this is a very cool video edit by the CEO of videos, Robin Lights. Well, you remember that beach that we passed on the way up here? How about going for a little swim? The Beach by R&D 87. Up next is Floating Prisms by Axel Rhodes. 
That was Floating Prisms by Axl Rhodes. Up next is Mirage by Mitch Murder.
That was <clears throat> that was Mirage by Mitch Murder. Up next is Tesla by Corvad. The fuck off remix.
That was Tesla by Corvette, the Fuck Off remix. Up next is Arcade Avenger by Time Driver.
That was Arcade Avenger by Time Driver. Up next is Miami Runner by Leslie Young.
That was Miami Runner by Leslie Young. And now back to the show. And we're back and we're almost going to do the interview, but I'm going to play one more track before we get to that. Uh, this is, I already played it in the beginning of the show and the pre-show. This is Already Gone by Night Far Gone. Yeah. 
Yes, and that was a very cool track uh, by All uh, Night Far Gone called Already Gone. And now it's time for me to introduce my guest, an actor for Thrill Killer, voice coach, singer, songwriter, a member of Megatronics. This multi-talented artist is joining us tonight for an interview and some trivia on Heartbeat Hero Radio. Welcome to the show, Robert Bradley, a.k.a. Power Rob. Hey, thanks for having me. Rob, how you doing? Uh, not doing too bad. Um, uh, having a nice kind of earlier day over here. I mean, for at least musician time, it's early. Uh, <laughs> what time is it over there? What time now it's 2.33, but uh, you know, we, we got beginning on this about noon. For most normal people, it's I guess that's a normal time. But um, for me, I'm, I'm a bit of an insomniac, so I'm <laughs> hiding the raccoon eyes with my sunglasses today. All right, let's get down to music. Uh, how did you get started? Yeah, so I, I got into music uh, probably back in high school. Uh I uh, was always a massive fan of um, music. Um, yeah, I, I started off on like, Queen, Aerosmith. Uh, I worked my way into bands like Bad Religion, and then more 80s metal stuff, Kiss, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden. Um, and I, I was in metal bands for some time. Um, I was in a band called um, Aries, uh, 80s metal kind of stuff. Uh, we had opened for uh, a bunch of names we were really proud of working with. We got to open for Sebastian Bach, uh, Symphony X, Metal Church, Doral Pesh, uh, Proto Men, uh, a couple of the people. And um, after that, I made Thrill Killer, uh, which just had our farewell show uh, Friday. Uh, Robbie, who will be on later, he's the drummer for that project. Um, and that was around the time I started getting into writing. Um, but I would say, yeah, I, I started off uh, probably 20, 2000, 2005 was a good start. It was when I first sung with like a band of some kind mm -hmm. back then. And before that, even, how did it get started? Was it yeah. school already? I mean, I was I was a massive fan of it. I mean, I started getting into singing probably when I was ninth grade. So that was probably 2004, maybe, 2003. Um, I just got into choir. I needed to take an elective. And so I got into that, and um, I, I liked it, and I started pursuing it, and Around the time I was listening to, you know, a lot of the artists that ended up forming my influences. Uh, high school was mostly 80s metal, that, that stuff. And um, But I would say my first time I, I, I was in a legitimate band, like one that I, I felt proud of, like the music and whatnot, was probably 08. That was that was really the beginning of Aries. Um, but yeah, I'd say, come to think of it, yeah, almost 20 years. Good. Wow. Time, time <laughs> flew. That is a lot of experience. Um, you have an amazing track that you made. Uh, I, have, I have some questions about Megatronics, but I'm going to save that for Dark Rob when we uh, do yeah. the trivia, if that's okay with you. Uh, you have an amazing track that you made with uh, featuring Miami Knights in 1984. Uh, how did you get in touch with Miami Knights, and what was it like working with them? It's a funny story. Uh, uh, he's a really cool guy. Uh, and I remember one night I got a friend request from some guy, and I didn't know his real name. And so I just saw some some guy named Michael added me on Facebook. And then he retracted the invite, but I had caught the invite before he retracted it. It was a very Seinfeld kind of meeting. So I, <laughs> I sent him a friend request, like instantly back. Cause like I saw it, it was like, Oh, too, too late. You know, I already saw it. It's so, like, I messaged him. I was like, you know, too little, too late. I've seen the invite and we laughed about it. And I, I come to find out it was Miami Nights 1984. Um, and we, we started getting along, we started joking a bunch and, um, he sent me a track we worked on called uh, which then becoming our song this Christmas uh, and after we did that together um, we talked about doing a um, more synthwave proper kind of song and 
he sent me what became Restless Summer. But that's really it. He just uh, added me. He had this guy with sunglasses. I didn't recognize him. Uh, and I just found out this is Miami Nights. So, um, yeah, it was it was a fun meeting. Very cool. And, and, and do you have plans for the future as well? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I know we, we've we've had a blast working together. Um, he's quickly become one of my favorite people uh, in Synthwave. Uh, so I'm I'm very confident that the two of us are going to be working on a lot more songs together. I'm I wouldn't be surprised. If this is like the first of many songs. But yeah, well, we definitely want to do more. It's 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 the second. It's you've oh. already made two. <laughs> I know it was back. I mean, we we had so much fun the first time. We just immediately started talking about what's next. So uh, yeah, I, I I wouldn't be surprised. Um, we we become I think. Uh, two of our favorite, each other's favorite people to work with. So, yeah, I think stuff is going to happen. Looking forward to the future. Uh, this is Restless Summer featuring Miami Nights 1984 by Power Rob. Oh 
That was Restless Summer featuring Miami Nights 1984 by Power Rob. We got some shout outs to the chat. We got Russell Nash, Airwolf Music, and Synth Mist, and Billiards Mike 8. Rob, the Turtles Arcade behind you. That's a little bit behind the scenes, but please tell me more about it. Yeah, so this is the uh, the Deluxe Turtles in Time Arcade One Up Cab. Um, so uh, I, when I was in Thrill Killer, um, the guitar player and Dark Rob, who's also the Megatronics guy, they were collecting the they were collecting the uh, my, the Arcade One Ups, and I was I've always been a gigantic fighting game like junkie. Like I was super addicted to Street Fighter Four, all Street Fighter Two, those kind of games. But I never quite got into the arcade collecting. But then there was there was a deal on Craigslist and it was for a modified super, uh, it was a super street fighter two cab and it was a great deal. And I almost got it, but then my guitar player got it. And so like, <laughs> I, I was I had this kind of like joke grudge about, about it. Yeah. And so anyways, he put it in the band practice studio, which drove oh, me nuts. Amazing. Cause like every time we had rehearsal, <laughs> I'd see this thing. I'm like, I, this is the one I would have wanted. And so I find this kind of pulled the trigger and, and wanted to buy some of my own. Well, Sebastian had the, first edition normal turtles arcade cab which doesn't have the lit up deck protector doesn't have the lit up marquee all this fancy stuff doesn't built in online and so i decided for my first one was to buy the deluxe turtles in time kind of as a low-key jab to be like okay well what do you get for taking street fighter 2 he doesn't even play street fighter but i'm (laughs) the guy that really seriously played it so um anyway i started off with that one and a couple other ones um i modified some of my other ones like i have a I have a Miss Pac-Man where I upgraded the marquee so it glows like this one. Um, I have a Marvel Super Heroes cab, which I probably put the most time in. Um, I removed the internals, uh, so it actually uses a, a modified PS3 with a terabyte hard drive as the brain. I uh, upgraded the buttons. I drilled in uh, LED buttons for the PS3 buttons, so basically you can control home and all that from where the coin doors are. Upgraded the artwork, marquee, uh, screen. And I also have a big blue cab to the side here. It's off for the moment. Uh, that was me getting a Street Fighter 2 cab. I was like, fine, I'm gonna, I'll get big blue and you know, trick it out and whatnot. That one's got upgraded buttons at the moment. Um, but yeah, I, I used to have uh, X Men, but I was just running out of room, so I had to make a decision. Like, yeah. if I'm gonna get a four-player game for like a birthday party or whatever I have over here, what's gonna be the most played one? And, and I figured. It, it's going to be Turtles. Um, you know, this is, this doesn't just come with Turtles 1. It obviously comes with Turtles in Time. But there actually was a funny issue with licensing on the first edition. The first edition had to re-record. I had to put a different song where Pizza Power was going to be because of some sort of right stuff. Mm-hmm. This has it actually correctly on, which I made very clear to Sebastian when I got it. This has the <laughs> correct Pizza Power. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, I just... Uh, you know, it was next to me. I realized it was not doing much, and I figured I, you know, swing it on by here to have something also kind of uh, retro in the, in the background to, to kind of uh, sort of match what's going on with all the cool LEDs and stuff you got on your side. Definitely, definitely. Um, I wish I had one of those cabinets in my room, man. Um, you also give singing lessons. Um, yeah. And I, I take singing lessons, uh, but I was wondering, I'm going to take this moment uh, to maybe get some free tips, uh, which technique do you work on the most with your students uh, in vocal lessons? Great question. Um, so there's two kinds of like camps of techniques that I teach. Uh, on lesson number one, I try to look out for what I call the kind of the faster techniques, the ones you find quicker results with. And one of the ones you're going to find the fastest results with is going to be controlling the larynx. Uh, some people call it taming the larynx. So when we get nervous when we sing or we just go up, we basically or we just go up our range and hit notes that are relatively challenging for us. The 
larynx in the center of our throat begins to go up into our into our chin. And you actually can visibly see this in some people's necks, and sometimes you'll see it because it'll go up to their chin and make their chin raise up. So usually on the first lesson or two, I try to look for that right off the bat. Like I try to see if the larynx goes up. If it does, I have exercises to kind of keep it down. Now, with the larynx, there's two kind of main positionings when it comes to, 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 to the larynx that are beneficial. But there are downsides to kind of both of them in various regards. So with low larynx, you have a very chesty sound. So, so for instance, I was going to hit a note like a, like a, that's a low larynx, you know, which doesn't really work. Is it powerful? Yeah. Does it work for like contemporary? Not really. Uh, Cause it sounds almost kind of shouty, but to tame the larynx, we have to kind of build the muscles that work the larynx. So you kind of want to have that chesty sound for a while until it becomes so developed that you can just passively keep it in the center, which is kind of optimal. So the center larynx kind of gives us a little more of a pop sound. Uh, so early on, I look for that. Um, and long term, probably the most advanced thing that I spend the most time working on with students is probably mixed voice. Uh, mixed voice, in my opinion, is the most versatile register when it comes to contemporary singing. So for instance, um, most people, when they go up to the top of the range, they usually switch into falsetto uh, if whenever their chest voice kind of gives out. And falsetto has a place. Like certain songs have a nice sound with falsetto, but a lot of major 80s pop songs didn't have falsetto in it. It's kind of like, you know, doing like like Dirty Diana in falsetto. It would sound like, you know, Diana, which is not how the original sounded. Mixed voice kind of mixes the elements of chest and falsetto together to where you have kind of the power of chest, but relatively the range of falsetto. So instead of that light kind of sound under Diana, it would have more of that full, like, Diana, kind of like. You're switching in between the. Both of them? Then? Yeah. So the second one was me demonstrating what mix is. Um, and kind of just to give a cliff notes of it, essentially your vocal cords are working together in a state that's similar to chest, but you're not going 100% out with the vocal cords. So it prevents that shouting effect when you're going up to the top of your range. Uh, mixed is hard to get. It's a very finessing kind of maneuver. However, the rewards are massive. Uh, if I had a list the techniques I've used in different jobs over the years, mixed voice is probably what landed me the most like gigs. Um, but I would say the, the one we spend the most time on is that, but the one that I spend the most time like with most or, like students early on is larynx control. So it's kind of a twofold answer. We spend more time on larynx, but I teach, or sorry, there's more time on the mixed voice technique, but I teach more people the larynx. It just depends on how much somebody really wants to get out of lessons. And if they do, then we're going to get into mixed voice and really start trying to kind of find it. And do you ever get people that can't sing? Not really. I mean, I would say that someone's outlook's going to be a lot more limiting than their physiology. Mm -hmm. um, like my first band, when I recorded back in high school, you know, I didn't really know much what I was doing. Uh, and there's recordings that I, that really got me a lot of flack. Like if you were to compare 2015 or 2005 me with now, it's a completely different vocalist. Yeah. And that was after I had four years with a, with a classical coach, two years with a contemporary coach and tons of practicing on my own. I would say that someone's mindset's a lot more limiting than someone's abilities. Now there obviously are elements that can make it hard to sing. Um, usually those boil down to things like if someone has some sort of a defect in the vocal cords, mm -hmm. there's things like, like dysphonia, uh, that's a paralysis of one of the cords that can be a problem. Um, but for the most part, I would say that everyone can indeed improve their voice, 
But if I had to, like, for me, the vocalists I find are most impressive are the ones that are endlessly curious. Like, mm. I, I've, I had one student, we worked, we did a lot of good work together, and then I didn't hear from them for about four, four or five years. They were a, uh, they're actually a, like a low baritone. And then I got a text message. Actually, my, my, my cord right here, I demonstrated if, anyway, my, key, my keyboard isn't, uh, here we go, I'm plugging it up. So, like, he came back after just obsessing and obsessing. Let's see, I put this in. And eventually he had the ability to hit some notes that were like almost, almost soprano area. Wow. And that was after just his, his from five dedication. years, five years of practicing. Yeah. yeah. He just took what I taught and just, uh, he'd obsess himself. Here we go. But yeah, he was like talking about, he did like, you know, G five and stuff. That's, that's like the high note in Gethsemane, you know, from Jesus Christ superstar. Like, I think it's like someone like, like that from like a baritone. Um, even I was surprised because I remember in our notes, you know, he used to struggle with like G4, but he just obsessed. And funny enough, one of his issues, which was kind of a benefit to him, um, was he had, he apparently had perfect pitch. Now I say issue because part of building range is to not think about the notes coming up because mm. when you hype up how difficult the notes are, mm. you'll have, a, you'll have almost almost like a mental wall. You're never going to be able to overcome. Well, if you have perfect pitch, I, what we usually with students, I'll just not let them know how high they are. So they kind of just break through their limits with an, with the right approach with someone with perfect pitch. There's no way I can hide it from them. And so they always know if there's like a G giving them trouble. Like they're having trouble, like on right here on a G or something, that G is going to be a nightmare for them. No matter if it's actually not that big of a deal. It's just this mental block there because they know exactly where G is. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he used to go from like, like right G and I went up to like G five. So I think that, yeah, I think mindset, the right approach, um, those are more important. But are the people that lack the ability? I think tone deafness is much more rare than people say it is. A lot of people mm. say they're tone deaf, but yeah. a lot of times it has to do more with like like a physical thing you tweak, and that, that usually wraps it up. I'd say. I have eight more minutes and four I'm more sorry. tracks to play. <laughs> And, yeah, and I, I'm really interested in this stuff. I, would, I could talk for hours, but uh, sure. Thrill Killer to uh, San Francisco Moto. Just tell me a bit about Thrill Killer, what it is. Uh, yeah. Who's a, uh, it's, it's a movie? It's a band? Kind of both. Yeah, so Thrill Killer was uh, my second like long-term rock band I made. And in Thrill Killer, I decided to start getting the hang of writing both music and lyrics. Usually I wrote just lyrics and melodies. And So Thrill Killer is... Um, it's a band that mixes like funk, rock, synth, um, stuff like that together. And we have a series of music films. So every music video we have was part of one giant time cop movie. And so uh, we have a trilogy of movies that were out. Starting with The King of 1984, the second being San Francisco Moto. Um, and we used a lot of my connections from the rock opera community. So we had actors, you know, we had DeLoreans, special effects. Uh, we just went all out. And as I mentioned earlier, we had our farewell show Friday. Uh, so that material, I was talking to retro synth. We might revive it for some synth wave power uh, kind of re-releases, oh, cool. but, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's the gist of Thrill Killer. Um, I'm going to ask about the, uh, other three tracks I'm going to play. I'm going to just want to play all four yeah. tracks after each other. Then we can invite the, uh, trivia guest on, uh, for behind the scenes. Uh, the other three tracks are, uh, it's from your new EP featured on Aztec records. It's Runaway, Strong and Careless Whisper. Uh, please tell us about those tracks. Yeah, so uh, of the three, this actually was the first release I put out with them. They just re-released it on their YouTube channel. Uh, so with Runaway, I wanna, quickly about that one, uh, I remember I got signed to them because they heard a cover of mine in 2020. It was a Queen t cover I did. 
And I told them, you know, what band am I going to put on? And they said, we don't want a band that's too much rock. And so I had to kind of figure out the formula for pop, essentially. Strong, I believe, was written by Lau and Enns. They first started off saying, hey, they wanted me to sing on their stuff. I wanted to show I could write. And so Strong was the first I recorded. And then after that, I, I recommended we try Carol Swisser because I'd done it before. Runaway was me trying to figure the formula out. And so I just wrote the catchiest, just like slickest pop song I could, brought it to my producer. And uh, so of the three, that's the one I can take credit for writing on. Uh, but that's kind of the gist of that EP. All right. Awesome. We're going to play. I'm going to play Runaway Strong, Careless Whisper. But now first, San Francisco Moto by Thrill Killer. Hey, Rex. Long time no see. Better be careful in there. I hear the chief wants your badge. I guess time will tell. Damn it, Rex Razor! This time you've gone too far. I got the time bureau whipping my legs off over that stunt you pulled in Roswell. You take a vacation, and somehow that timeline discovers aliens 80 years too early. Unacceptable. But how the hell did you know that that farmer was wanted in over 58 timelines? I had a hunch. You're a ticking time time bomb. X Razor. So why'd you really call me in here, Chief? I'm off the clock. It's Sebastian Snide and his gang. They're back in time. Those chumps. I thought I taught them a lesson back at Angel's Rad Bar in 2017. I guess they're back for seconds. Just a minute. He's ours. Snide is a rogue time cop. Who knows how much damage he could cause if he got his hands on her chronotech. Chief, time travel won't be invented until 2052. That is slash was going to be 34 years from now back then. Not anymore. Calls herself Moto. History unknown. Nobody knows what she's up to, but she's got her hands on some stolen chronotech. Looks like she's the next member of Snide's gang, and they'll do anything to stop you. I need you to bring her in before Snide gets to her. Not on my watch. Get it? By the book, Razor! By the book! Disguised and chrome Street lights A neon lies And from my fingertips Gotta grip the world out of risk
something a whole lot worse.
That was Runaway Strong and Careless Whisper by Power Rob. Now it's almost time for the trivia. We have everybody here rounded up. But first, I am going to play the trivia intro. Here we go. Yes, it's time for some trivia, but let me first introduce my guests. And starting first person up, all the way from South Korea, his track Port Aransas was featured on New Retrowave, and he's a creator of an awesome Shredwave remix of my track Into Oblivion. Up into the wee hours of the morning over there in South Korea at this moment, I am very grateful that he's joining us again, Brendan A.K. Pashong. Welcome to Harby Here Radio. Howdy. Oh yeah. And up next, a synthwave artist based out of Los Angeles. He performs live. He has a great track together with Michael Oakley. He's a talented guitarist. He has an album out called Dreaming in Color. And if you buy the digital album on Bandcamp, you get a PDF comic book. Give it up for Scott McClure, a.k.a. Elevate the Sky. That is awesome. All right, up next, a musician, score composer, retro nerd, part-time streamer. Raise your hands up in the air for Robbie Whiplash, a.k.a. Dark Rob from Megatronics. And back from our interview, voice, coach, singer, songwriter, it's Power Rob. And we're finally no, going to play some <laughs> trivia. I will explain the rules for trivia. Each turn you can choose from the following categories. 80s, 90s, zeros, tens, Marvel, Star Wars, Disney, Seinfeld, Batman, and music TV theme clips. I will read them again later in the trivia because everybody forgets. I also have four questions lined up about the band Kiss. If you want them to oh. count for a point... Do not use them in the practice round. Uh, and once the four questions are finished, you'll have to choose a new category. Uh, some have multiple choice, some do not. Marvel, Star Wars, and Disney are guaranteed multiple choice. You get one point for each correctly answered question. There is a twist, though. The Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars trivia is worth two points each. The catch is you do not get multiple choice, and you only get 10 seconds to answer that question. I will play a one practice round where you receive no points, and then three official rounds will follow. Let's play the warm-up round of trivia. And I forgot to do the trivia thingy. Here we go. We're going to start with Brendan. Which category would you like? We're going to go hard for the practice round. We're going to go Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, all right, I forgot to unpack things, so I need to unpack the Star Wars trivia here. All right. I like not being the most disorganized person on the stream for once. So practice round Star Wars trivia. While uh, while landed inside an asteroid in the Empire Strikes Back, my Knox chewed on which part of the Millennium Falcon? You get four options because it's the practice round. Was that A, a hyperdrive, B, a quad cannon, C, the power cables, or D, a sensor dish? Power cables. That is correct. All right. Up next, Power Rob. And what are the categories one more time? I know we got Marvel, Disney. Was KISS a category? Uh, KISS is a category, but I would wait uh, if you want okay. points for that. Okay. Uh, because I only have four uh, of those questions. I'll do Marvel. Marvel, and actually, I'm going to look up the 
his questions because I did not I prepare say, Scott Knight, this might get a little heated. <laughs> <We're looking competitive. laughs> uh, could you repeat the category? Yeah, let's do Marvel. Marvel. All right, Marvel. It's the warm-up round, no points, and you get four options. What medal does Ultron recreate himself in Avengers Age of Ultron? Was that Vibranium. That is correct. Yeah. Ooh. Got this. The highest scoring trivia ever. Just blank face. Correct. The other one. <laughs> I watched the movie. All right. Uh, Robbie, Whiplash, AK Dark Yo. Rob. Uh, which category would you like? Can I pick Marvel again? Of course. We'll give it a whirl. I, I like how you say again. Oh, you mean because uh, Rob picked it? Yeah, we, everybody can pick whatever they Rob want. Entirely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what does Captain America say when he's told he's been asleep for almost 70 years? Was that A, what year is it? B, I had a date. C, that's impossible. Or D, I've been sleeping for how long? I want to say it's B. B is correct. Oh, nice. You guys can hear the sounds, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Mm -hmm. Scott, you're up next. Uh, what were the categories? Marvel, Disney. <laughs> we got 80s. Uh, let's see. What I'll go 80s. Um, 80s. All right. 80s. Uh, 80s music. Here we go for the warm-up round. No points. Uh, in 1986, who released the album Slippery When Wet? Oh, easy. Bon Jovi. I was going to say, God knows this one. There you yeah. go. That was a good warm-up round. Um, we play the. Uh, we're going to talk to Pashang. Could everybody mute their mics while I talk to Pashang a little bit? Uh, Brendan, how you doing? My man, I am full-on exhausted, but I'm having a great time. This is a <laughs> super solid show so far. I'm having a great time. Excellent. Um, tell us about your new album coming out. Oh, it's out already. <laughs> we kind of botched the release a little bit, so it was supposed to come out on the 9th, but it's totally out there right now. Um, it is called Redshifter, and it is Rand's and my passion projects, uh, kind of love letter to 70s, 80s sci-fi, and choose your own adventure books, that whole vibe. Um, so it's just uh, pretty pretty out there, proggy space rock with a lot of synthesizers and Rand's signature shreds. Um, and you can buy it on a cassette tape if you like uh, cool retro rectangles of music. Congrats on the 1,000 followers on Instagram. Um, Thanks. actually, how long have you been working on that album? Uh, wh which tracks uh, were completed the fastest? Oh, so this is, this is Rand's like baby, right? He, he was kind of the, the, the driving factor here. Cause the whole time we've been collabing, it was like Pashong featuring Rand, Pashong featuring Rand, Pashong featuring Rand. It was like, Hey, let's do a Rand and Pashong. And Rand is like first author finally, cause the vibe he sets is just incredible. So he sent me some demos, and I just kind of listened to some of them. I was like, ooh, let's do this one. And then I think like maybe three days later, Redshifter was born. And we were like, how many do we want to do? Do we want to do a full album? Do we want to do an EP? Um, so we finally settled on doing a couple of originals and then taking one, like a deep cut from each other and remaking the songs in our own style. Oh, cool. So I grabbed Lithium Fields, and he grabbed a super deep cut called Rock Hopper um, and totally knocked it out of the park. So, yeah, I'm super proud of the EP. It's really, really fun. 
I'm going to play a lithium fields later on. But first, I have two questions I'm asking you, which I will also ask the other guests so they can start thinking about it. Uh, the first question is, what is your favorite DAW? My favorite DAW is the only DAW for me. I own more <laughs> than one, um, but I bought Fruity Loops 3 and Guitar Center uh, on compact disc way back in the day and used it to like sell beats off burn CDs when I was in high school and college. And when I got back into music production during COVID, I bought FL Studio All Plugins Edition. And I I know it's Fruity Loops. People can make fun of me for it, but I'm the I'm FL Studio gang for life. <laughs> it's my favorite. I can't I can't go back to any other doll. I just love it too much. There are a lot of huge producers uh, producing with that. Um, my last mm -hmm. question, uh, I'll also be asking the others. When asking for help, who do you ask for help when you need it the most? We're talking music or life? You can uh, uh, answer it however you like. Tonight. Um, you know, honestly, these days for me, um, it's kind of the same because I've made so many amazing friends in this community over the last few years that we talk about pretty much everything. So honestly, if I'm having a rough day, um, I'll hit up Rand, I'll hit up Subneon, I'll hit up Russell Nash, you know, whoever it is, and we'll, we'll like hash it out. Um, if I need feedback, Tholos is my go-to man. I love, I love me Chaco Dan. Uh, Daniel's the coolest. And uh, so basically, I mean, since I discovered the scene and started getting involved in it, a lot of the, the people I consider my closest friends are also producers in the community. So, yeah, there you go. Please tell me about your new track with Rand called Lithium Fields. You tell, tell us a little bit about it, and then I'll play it. All right. So Lithium Fields is a track off of Rand's, my favorite Rand album of all time, which is called, oh, my God, it's 530 in the morning. <laughs> it's my favorite album. I can't think of the name. Somebody help me in the chat. Oh, wait, I can't look at the chat because they might give me. And also, videos. people uh, in the chat, please Zopolis. post Zopolis. a Please post a link to the Bandcamp of uh, Peshang so people can uh, get that on Bandcamp as well. So there's there's two tracks on Exopolis that I super, super love uh, more than all the others. And one of them is called Ashen Skies, but I told him I wouldn't touch that one because it makes me cry and I didn't want to mess it up. So Lithium Fields is the other one. I grabbed that and I tried to take what I kind of wanted to add to it, which unfortunately was, you know, I ran shreds, but they were already there and I couldn't add them because it was my version of the song. Um, and just made it as proggy as possible without guitars. And the result is what you hear. All right. This is Lithium Fields by Ran and Pashang or Pashang. Yeah, oh, you got it right.
All right, that was Lithium Fields by Ran and Pishang, and we're going to play Trivia Round 1, and we're going to start with Brendan. Which category is it going to be, Brendan? I had pretty good luck with Star Wars last time. As long as I don't get a sequel question, I'll be okay. Do you want the Star two, Wars again? two-pointer or one-pointer? Let's do a one-pointer. We'll start it off easy. I'll go for the, the, the high-risk, high-return later on. All right, all right, all right. All right. Uh, what is crawling over uh, General Grievous's command ship at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith? Is that A, Venture Droids, B, Spider Droids, or C, Droid Gunships, or D, Buzz Droids? What <laughs> the hell? Uh, <laughs> they had names? Buzz Droids? That sounds pretty ship-cutty. So, wait, uh, we have A, Vulture Droids, B, Spider Droids, C, Droid Gunships, or D, Buzz Droids? Let's go Buzz Droids. Buzz Droids. Oh, that sounded so right. The correct answer. Yeah. Does anyone know the correct answer? The Spider Droids. Nope, the Vulture Droids. Wow. Let's go with that one. Okay, Power Rob, what's it going to be? We can do the Kiss ones now if you want. Uh, yeah, for Let's one do kiss point. for two. Gotta take you, you, can't, you, you can't do kiss for two. That's the only okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. Downside. Let's do kiss. Um, all right. Name the original members, and there are four of Kiss. Oh, that's it. Uh, Ace Frehley, Peter, Chris, Paul, Stanley, Gene Simmons. That is correct. That's a one point for Power Rob. Robbie, you're up next. Okie dokie. Are you going to steal some Kiss trivia or something else? I think I'll do another, or I'll do a one-pointer Marvel. Marvel. Uh, what do you do? In Avengers Endgame, what does Iron Man do when he sees Spider-Man in the final battle scene? Was that A, he shouts at him, B, he shakes his hand, B, or C, he hugs him, or D, he avoids him? Hugs him. That is correct. That's a point for uh, Dark Rob. Uh, Scott, you're up next. Which category would you like? I'm going for Kiss, man. Oh, you're going to steal one, the, one, one point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess it is one point. There are only, only three, three yeah. more left. Um, here we go. <laughs> uh, what is Paul? What was Paul Stanley's first makeup character? The Bandit. That is correct. That's three points for you guys. Is it only your name for the Lone Ranger? Is it, did he call it that sometimes too, Scott? Or was it inspired by Lone Ranger? I think it was inspired by. Okay. Yeah. All right, we're going to have a cool. chat with Scott of Elevate the Sky. If everybody else could mute their mics, please. Uh, Scott, how you doing? Doing great, Daniel. Thank you for having me on. Finally got you on the show. And yeah, I'm I know, right? I must say, I'm very excited about your background there. <laughs> it looks awesome. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you. Um, Elevate the Sky, how did you come up with that name? Um, so, honestly, I was looking for, for a really cool synthwave name. I was going to go with the, the 80s something, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to try to be original here. And I thought, I want something powerful and uplifting, and I thought sky's the limit. And I thought, I don't know. That sounds too on the nose. So I thought, elevate the sky <laughs> so something like that and did it stick right away did you find the did you get like the urls and the media or did you have to like change it up so it would fit for each platform 
Uh, it actually worked out. The only place that it did, I had to change was Twitter. Me too. Somebody else had it. Me too. <laughs> that <Yeah>. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you mean X, right? X. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> X. <laughs> uh, we are the Dreamers featuring Michael Oakley. Oakley uh, has over, uh, I, th I think he was 70,000 views on YouTube if you combine a few videos. Uh, I was super honored to be part of that video. So many people of the synthwave scene are in it. Uh, but I must say, it took you quite a bit to complete. I think it was like a full year. Yeah. Uh, what was the behind oh, yeah. the scenes story of that video? Oh man, it it was uh, definitely a pain to put together, uh, which <laughs> makes sense, right? Because everybody has a different schedule. Everybody's a jack of all trades now, so everybody's working all over the place, and so it was really hard to coordinate uh, to get people to send videos in. Some people just didn't respond at all, uh, which is fine. And uh, so yeah, that's why it took a year. And then of course, you know, getting all the videos and then having to edit all of them because i think i had at least 60 submissions somewhere around there 60 70 so that took a minute <laughs> <laughs> so uh, something I, I try to do like a jingle bells video family edit and you you and pashang uh, uh, helped me out with that it was amazing um what i found was if 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 the more people that got in and then you told people that these other people were joining in that kind of convinced other people to help you out with that was was that working for you as well or was it just waiting for the 60 things to come in uh, a little bit of both yeah yeah so that helped i think uh, also what helped was uh once i got michael oakley on board uh he he also helped to convince a couple of people you know and it's easy you know it's easy for michael oakley to convince people because you know he's got that like bubbly happy go lucky you know personality so it's like how do you say no to michael oakley exactly you know? exactly uh, <laughs> how, how long did the editing take oh man i think really just when I, as soon as i started working on it about three months oof yeah oof uh you got a track out a new track called race against time i'm not going to play it it's but it has a very cool video it sounds Thanks. very much like a daft punk uh, soundtrack uh also some very cool special effects in the video uh I can't play it, don't have time for it, uh, but I want people to listen to it after the show. So if you could post a link to that video, uh, I would love that. Uh, I have the other track I want to play is We Are The Dreamers. But uh, first, another question. Um, I'm asking everyone, when you ask for help, who do you ask for help when you need it the most? Oh, man. Um, quite a few people, but uh, mainly my girlfriend, Cassie. Uh, she's always there when I need somebody, advice, whatnot. Of course, Power Rob, Michael Oakley, Karen, Zoe Lee, Julian Green. Uh, you know, these people are like uh, just a, a text away from just like being able to just say, hey, yeah, do this or, you know, help me out on something. And uh, even my brother, like, you know, he's always like, hey, maybe you should try this. You know, if I'm like stumped on something or uh, just need somebody to talk to. Oh, that's very cool that he's also supportive in your music. Yeah. Is, oh, yeah. Is he also musical, your brother? Yes. Oh, yeah. He actually uh, goes by Tom Huga, which is H-Y-G-G-E, and he does kind of more EDM and pop music. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Are you the same age, or is it like a big age difference? No, he's 10 years older than me, so uh, it's probably why I love old music so much, because, you know, <laughs> my, my my sister is also 11 years older than me, so I kind of picked up on, like, the 70s and 80s music, you know. I'm assuming you're the youngest then? Uh, yes. You got spoiled? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Um, and what is your favorite DAW? Oh, man. It has to be Ableton Live. Uh, it was Logic Pro, but I, I just had some... I don't know why. Everybody else I talked to has no glitches or problems with it, but I did. And I just got tired of it, and I switched over to Ableton, uh, thanks to Mike Oakley, who recommended you know, that one being a really uh, smooth doll to work with. And I love it. It's just really clean and simple. Uh, I'm about to play the video clip, We Are The Dreamers. Uh, there are so many people from the Synthwave community featured on it, including Power Rob and myself. Am I missing anybody that's, that was also on it here? It was uh, was uh, Robbie on it as well? Maybe you know he wasn't, and, oh. and now I'm now that I think about it, I can't remember if I asked him oh. or if I didn't. Because if I didn't ask him, I'm so sorry, Robbie. All right, we're gonna uh, play it. It's it's the four minute and thirty second uh, edition. I, I cut off all the uh, thank yous at the end. Uh, so oh you just yeah, get the you track. have to. It's so long. Yeah. <laughs> this is "We Are the Dreamers" featuring Michael Oakley by Elevate the Sky.
That was We Are the Dreamers featuring Michael Oakley by Elevate the Sky and so many YouTube uh, YouTubers, <laughs> so many synthwave seniors are on there. Uh, we're going to play trivia round two and we're going to start with Brendan. Okay, I'm in trouble here. Um, I don't really have a trivia area that I'm good at, but I'm feeling Star Wars. I'm going to do another one point Star Wars. All right, let me get this uh, layout fixed, and then we're going to do some Star Wars. Uh, la, 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 Star Wars, all right. Are you going to do the two-pointer? You know, I was just thinking maybe I should. Maybe all right, I should. we'll do the two-pointer. Um, and we have 15 more minutes on Google Meet, so I might... Just uh, <laughs> <pop up. laughs> all right, uh, what, is, what is Emperor Palpatine's first name? Ten. Ooh. Nine. Eight. Cleave. Yeah. That was incorrect. Does someone know the correct answer? I do. It yeah, is Sheev. Sheev. Oh, I was one letter off. Close. Ah, <laughs> close. So close. So close. <laughs> Sheev Palpatine. All right, Power Rob, you're up next. Jeez. Which category would you like? We still have two Mar two kiss trivia's if you like. I'll take Marvel for two. All right, Marvel for two. Mar. Vault for two, trying to seal the deal here. Um, let's go, Power Up. All right, Marvel two. You only, uh, you do not get any examples, and you get ten seconds to answer oh. this question. Uh, sure. What technology advanced method of transport do the Avengers and Strike teams favor? Ten. Uh, is that a teleportation kind of technology, or their their ship? Uh, kind of a ship thing. Uh, it's it's the uh, helicarrier. The Quinjet. Quinjet. That, that, Quinjet. That was okay. That's a four thing. My bad. All right. Damn. Robbie, you're up next. I'll double down. Let's do the Marvel 2. Marvel 2. Here we go. Uh, what does Steve Rogers have to help him become more acquainted with the modern world? Ten. Uh, his little notebook. Yeah. With the, with all the notes of the uh, like stuff that he's missed over the years, and he's got he gets like the yeah. Oh, that's correct. That is correct. Yep. Yeah. Two points for Robbie Whiplash. Scott, you're up next. All right, I'm going 80s for two points. Uh, that's, that you can't do 80s for two points. I can oh, only do point. the. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's because the they're they're they have an option of multiple choice. Oh, got and, it. Uh, that's why I can't do these for two points. Um, name the two of three artists who released a song, or name two of the three artists who released a song called The Power of Love in the 80s. Oh, wow. Celine Dion and uh, Michael Bolton? The Power of Love, uh, both are incorrect. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I, know one, I know one of them. Yeah, you go I ahead. Know one of go them. ahead. Huey Lewis. Yeah, that's Hell one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know the other one. Just know. so Huey Lewis. We did. got Frankie goes to Hollywood <laughs> and Jennifer Rush. Oh wow! I don't know Huey that one. I don't I think. Know. Yeah, I want to see the comments now. Yeah, everyone, we all know the Huey Lewis one. I didn't know yeah, one. yeah, I can't believe that one. Pass. Wow, that's crazy. All right, I want to have a chat with Dark Rob of Megatronics. If everybody can mute their mics except Robbie. Rob, what up? How you doing? I'm all right. I'm glad to have you here. Uh, congrats on being nominated for the best EDM techno band at the Maryland Music Awards. How does it feel to be nominated? 
funny thing is this uh, between Power Rob and I, this is our third time. Um, the other ones were other bands, but this is the first time for something he and I together. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, the part I like about it is to make the shortlist that people have to vote for you to make the shortlist. And then the shortlist is, or the nominations are, you know, a panel does those. Uh, so we actually kind of threw it out there to Synthwave, like, hey guys, help us get nominated. And they blew it up and we got nominated. That's uh, amazing. It's, it's a little unfortunate that it's EDM as a whole, <laughs> like, cause that's so many subgenres. Yeah. Um, but it, it it's it's good. It's very much appreciated. I'm getting a lot of Ozzy Osbourne vibes. Probably not the first time you uh, heard about it uh, when checking out your Instagram. Are you a fan of Ozzy at all? O older Ozzy, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I get I I get it too because of the 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 hair and the eyeshadow. I guess and exactly. Have you ever seen the reality show? Yeah, I, I watched it when it was going like you know on air every every day and it was it kind of hurt to watch oh it did it tbh yeah just seeing ozzy struggle and mm. like he be they people have made a joke out of him <laughs> like yeah oh, man that's true that's true he's been through some shit and he's still here yeah and so i did watch it though um you were in the band or you're in the group megatronics it's together with power rob uh are there more members to that band nope all right so just the two of you How'd you yep. come up with the name? Um, a computer. <laughs> uh, so a little, a little bit of the backstory. Like I, I apparently had been listening to Synthwave for a really long time and just never knew what it was called. Mm -hmm. um, and then I saw the uh, trailer for Thor Ragnarok that had the Magic Sword song. So I go looking for that, and that sent me down the rabbit hole of like, oh shit, I've been listening to this forever. Um, and I've all I've dabbled in like electronics and metal for years. Um, maybe not specifically like analog based like synthwave sounds. Mm -hmm. Um so I had this random idea of like, I wonder what one of my favorite bands, Fear Factory, what would they sound like if they did a synthwave song? Um, so I wrote the music for our first single, I Fight Time, and I knew I wanted vocals on it. And that was the same time that Rob was making the video that we saw earlier, the thrill killer video mm -hmm. that I was the villain in. Mm -hmm. um, and I've known Rob again through the, the, the Baltimore music scene. Uh, I knew he could do it. I knew he wouldn't have a problem with the aesthetic. So I asked him to uh, sing on it and we made I fight time. I fought, we didn't even have a name for anything. And it was like, well, uh, uh, so case okay, so we wanted to, enter it into a battle of the producers contest in a, I guess now defunct, uh, synthwave group. Mm -hmm. Um, we didn't have a name, so we had to come up with something. So we went to the old generator <laughs> and started like, kind of like, eh, no, that's too much. Eh, that's uh, a little too cheese. And then we landed on Megatronics and it sounds awesome. I really like it. Um, I saw yeah. a, a short video mention of metal Jesus rocks commenting on one of your performances. For those who nice. don't know him, he's a famous YouTuber that reviews retro video games, which I have watched many hours of, uh, please tell me how you found out about this and what, what it was like. Um, we never actually saw him. <laughs> or, we, so we, we played the, the con, um, that he was at, uh, 
and I guess maybe I personally was too into the zone to see anybody like standing there specifically doing this at us. <laughs> and I knew who metal Jesus was from the same thing. Like, cause I'm into retro gaming and all that. So every once in a while I'd see his reviews on things or, uh, how to's on other things. And I, I can't remember who, who, who it was, but one of us was like, dude, metal Jesus was there. And <laughs> then that video clip popped up and again we never met him he never talked to us so that that review that he gave us was like genuine genuine yeah um i I took that as a as a good if anybody wants to go look at it um he basically said we were throwing down like we were playing madison square garden and we definitely weren't (laughs) but that's what we do like it doesn't matter if it's 10 or 10 thousand we're gonna throw down just the same um so and he said it was awesome so I will take that as a win. Uh, the question I'm asking everyone when asking for help, who do you ask for help when you need it the most? In Synthwave, Street Cleaner. He's been incredibly open to teaching me things about certain synthesizers or if I'm like, hey, he has this wealth of knowledge of like knowing where like samples came from, from those like those discs of like the, the sample packs and everything from mm-hmm. like, the mid nineties and all that stuff. He and I also share, share like a love for like mid nineties Euro dance and like mortal Kombat and like all this, that era of stuff. So we click really well. Um, so if anything synth wise or music production wise, or like, Hey, check this out. I send it to him. And then every once in a while we'll send each other like goofing off. Like, I think I like reverse engineered a uh, sail away Enya or the come sail away. No, not come sail away. Is it Enya? It's Enya. It's Enya. It's called Sail Away, I think. I reverse engineered the synthesizer and I sent it to him. So then he sends me something back. And then one day I like accidentally discovered the uh, how to make the snare sample from um, uh, the Young Cannibal song. She drives me crazy. And I sent it to him and we're, we geek out over stuff like that. Wow. So Very cool. So for synthesizer, it's him. Um, anything other than music and synthwave advice wise, I always hit up Ashley from Forged and Neon. Um, awesome. I've had her on. Yeah, she's really nice. She, she is also a wealth of knowledge. Uh, and what's your favorite DAW? Logic. <laughs> All right. I want to play the track. Uh, I fight time by Megatronics. I fell in love when I fell in love with it when it came out many years ago. Uh, please tell me about how the track got made. Um, I kind of, I kind of did. Yeah, you uh, kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe short version. I, I was like, what, is, what would Fear Factory sound like making a synthwave song? And I made it. Um, the way Megatronics is, I do all the, I perform and play all the instruments. Rob writes all the vocals and the lyrics. Every once in a while, we're like, we'll, we'll kind of agree on like, let's make it a nerd song, and the lyrical content will be like about, like a, uh, like a nerd kind of thing. Um, otherwise Rob takes all the reins on like what stuff is about. Um, I, I, I fight time. We definitely knew that we were going to make it about Kyle Reese's perspective of like the first Terminator. Um, I think that another one that we were like, we should do a song about a thing was, uh, the song it spoke to us. The one Rob mentioned about Unicron that came from, we had a mutual friend that unfortunately passed of uh, cancer and she always told me, dude, you should make a song about Transformers. Dude, you should make a song about Transformers. So we did. 
Um, but yeah, like Rob said, we got songs about Dragon Ball. There's a song about Mega Man. Um, we do 80s covers of like actually 80s montage tunes, like Fight to Survive, No Easy Way Out. Uh, we did Burning in the Third Degree, which exploded. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, this is I Fight Time by Megatronics.
was I Fight Time by Megatronics, and now we're going to play the final, oh no, we're going to talk to, or Power Rob actually, I have two more questions for Power Rob, everybody could mute their mics, and Power Rob, I have two questions for you, uh, when asking for help, who do you ask uh, for help when you need it the most? Yeah, it's a tricky one, there's, there's a lot of people that I, I would reach out to, uh, The I guess an unfair answer for that one would probably be my producer, Tony. Uh, he usually has an answer for everything in terms of gear, you know, in terms of mixing, stuff like that. In the community, uh, obviously, a very a close second to that is probably Robbie. Um, and uh, in the community itself, um, you know, Scott's definitely one of the top guys. Uh, Karin Zoe Lee is definitely up there. And lately, um, just because we haven't really worked to a very long period of time, but I would definitely say Dan Eccles is, is up there as of late. Like, he, he's been extremely open and helpful to work with. Those are off top of my head. People that are really, really great. Uh, Ashley and Nina is definitely among those as well. We're, we're like about, you know, we're, we're talking about trying to play out in Europe and stuff. She's the first person that came to mind. Um, Michael, Miami Nights 1984 lately has been fantastic. He actually made my new logo. Uh, so he's, oh, cool. he's wonderful. So yeah, it's a little, I guess the collaboration goes beyond the song, but uh, that's going to be my new mic stand. Actually, I have a new um, uh, chrome black LED mic stand with that logo on the bottom and metal. And so that's a little nod, I suppose, to my, my friend Michael. Um, but yeah, that's a good list, I'd suppose. Number one, Tony, just because he's my guy. And your favorite, D-A-W. Uh, FL Studio. 
And um, actually, a fun factoid about the last uh, the last thing with Robbie. Uh, we actually got dual nominations this year too for the Man of Music Awards. Oh, congrats! Uh, Megatronics got EDM and Power Rob is Best Pop. So we're going to see if either one wins. So nice, front. nice. All right, let's play our final round of trivia. We're going to go to Brendan. Everybody can unmute their mics. Brendan. I literally cannot win. <laughs> well, I can get two points. You can if you and want. You can also get I'm one point. Lost causes. I'm going to stick with Star Wars for two points. For two points. All right, Star Wars for two points. Forrest Whitaker played which character in Rogue One? This is a really easy Ten, one. If I had watched Rogue nine, One and it wasn't six, six in the morning. Oh, seven, what is his name? <laughs> six, five, four, three, two, one. It was Saw Gerrera. Oh, I was Saw thinking of another Guerrera. power tool. <laughs> yeah, the guy with the thing. The thing I would I would not have gotten that. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, I I he was in the, the animated series that I like too, but yeah, nope. More Zero points part. remains. If oh. we're going by golf rules, I'm the top of all time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Power Rob, you're up next. Which category would you like? We still have two kiss uh, trivia thingies. Or would I you gotta like? go all in then. I go Marvel for two again. Marvel for two. All right. For two, uh, what is Shuri referring to when she asked T'Challa, "What are those?" during her visit to her during his visit to her lab in Black Panther? Uh, shoes. Eight, is seven, it a shoes? Six. Uh, <laughs> is sandals traditional oh. sandals? Oh, those are shoes. What a glory, man. That's <laughs> That's a somatic <laughs> issue. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's juice. Robbie Whiplash. Harsh. What's the, what's the score? Damn. Uh, I'll tell you when I've asked everybody these questions, and then you'll get the final score, and then uh, we will find out who's the winner of the trivia. Let me. Uh, I think I'm winning. Let me. Uh, let me. Let me do Marvel for one. Marvel for one. <clears throat> In Captain America, the Winter Soldier, what question does Captain America ask the people he's been sharing the elevator with? Was that A, before we get started, does anyone want to leave? B. Hey. Yeah. Are you sure? All right. Wait. Uh, <laughs> I should have let it go. Before we get started, does anyone does anybody want, want to get out? To get out? Yeah. Damn it. Oy. All right, Scott. What okay, I'm like? going for kiss, man. You're going for kiss for one point. Uh, let's see. Uh, I already asked that one. All right, who created the kiss logo? Ace Frehley. That is correct. And the winner of the trivia is Robbie with three points. Congratulations. Ooh. And you get a speech. That's what you win. You can speak. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, I'd like to thank everybody that lost. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes, that's a movie quote. I'm not being a dick. I promise. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh, that was the final round of trivia. Uh, we're gonna say goodbye to everybody. Then we're gonna ask every uh, anybody that wants to join us behind the scenes to have a little chat with everybody. Uh, Power Rob, what are you grateful for, and what would you like to promote? Um, so I guess the people I've worked with this year is a big one. You know, uh, Miami Nights was, 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 
gracious enough to give me the opportunity to collaborate with him. It's been a blast. It's really helped blow my catalog up. Um, obviously, the upcoming song I'm working on with Battle Juice, I'm really excited to work with him. Uh, and my friends. My, my, I have an incredible support circle, uh, guys that have really been there for me through thick and thin, my band members. Um, just anyone who's really had my back lately. Uh, it's it's definitely been the vibe over the past few um, past few months. And for promotion, um, yeah, I've got, let's see, we, we have the upcoming song with Megatronics. We have a Judas Priest cover coming out. Obviously, Rest of Summer just came out. And I'll be doing the Battle Juice song probably in the next few weeks. Um, and obviously, if, if anyone's interested in taking vocal lessons, I teach completely online. I offer a free 30-minute lesson to anyone interested. Um, but otherwise, for promotional stuff, um, it's a bunch of stuff that has not been officially announced yet that will be announced soon. All right, Power Up, thank you for coming on the show. Dark Rob, what are you grateful for and what would you like to promote? I'm grateful for Synthwave. And think, and let's, it, I'm, I'm grateful for people not like being like immediately jumping to conclusions and not letting me make it metal. Um, I'm grateful for the chat that was apparently losing their marbles yes. over iPod time that I missed. Uh, thank <laughs> you. Um, but uh, like Rob said, um, the next thing on deck is... Uh, Judas Priest, Blood Red Skies, Megatronics Edition. Um, that'll probably be out in the next month. All right, Dark Rob, thank you for coming on the show. Oh, Neotropolis. Oh, We're playing Neotropolis in California. Yeah. Power Rob and Megatronics are both doing it. Yeah. Very cool. Um, you can just put that in the chat if you want. Uh, Scott, what are you grateful for and what would you like to promote? Oh, man. So uh, just like everybody else, I'm grateful for the synth scene, Megatronics, cool guys, um, you know, Michael Oakley, Karin Zoe Lee, Julian Green, Craig Pacman, and of course, Demi <laughs> K. All these cool people in the scene. I'm so grateful for the support everybody uh, shown me for the new album, Dreaming in Color. And uh, I guess I'm going to support, uh, promote, uh, actually have a new single coming out Friday uh, called Star Chaser. And anybody that likes kind of like the uh, To the Stars by Starfarer and myself that has the, more the guitar-oriented stuff in it, it's going to like that song. It has more guitar in there. And I'm hoping, I'm not 100% sure the video is going to be released Friday as well. I'm going to try my best. Uh, but definitely the single on Bandcamp will be released friday looking forward to that scott thank you for being Thanks. on the show thank you uh brendan what are you grateful for and what would you like to promote and are you still awake i'm still awake my <laughs> eyes are open behind these sunglasses somehow um <clears throat> i usually say synthwave but this time i'm going to say i'm thankful for korean medical hair mrs pashang just had a massive surgery a few weeks ago that almost uh took her life twice uh, but thanks to the tireless efforts of some really talented surgeons, she pulled through. She's recovering nicely, just a few uh, meters away from me right now. And i um, super, super thankful for that. Um, I want to promote Redshifter, ran in my new EP that just dropped yesterday on Bandcamp. It'll be coming out on streaming, I believe, on the 24th of February. And you can buy it on cassettes with every collab Ran and I have ever released as a side B. Nice. I'll do that. Brendan, thank you for being on the show. Now I'm going to add anybody that wants to to join us behind the scenes. Uh, I'm going to add to the chat right now. Let us push it in and see who wants to join us. And then uh, I'm going to play a few tracks while we wait for people to drop in. 
Um, and the first track will be, what am I going to play? Let's do Sloki with Land God. Here we go.
All right, that was uh, Land God by Sloki. Up next is Arcade Avenger by Time Driver.
was Arcade Avenger by Time Driver, up next off his new album, A Chris Creation by Cyberwalker.
That was Creation by Cyberwalker. Up next is Silent Moon by Hero Bleep. Silent Moon by Hero Bleep. Up next is Good Love Gone Bad, the Dilemma Machine remix by Bunny X and Dilemma Machine.
was Good Law, Love Gone Bad. That was Good Love Gone Bad, the Dilemma Machine remix by Bunny X and Dilemma Machine. Up next is uh, Out of the Rain by Moalon.
That was Out of the Rain by Moalon, and now we have Night Stalker by Syntronics.
That was Night Stalker by Syntronics. And uh, now I'm going to play a, a new track by Ferris Malek called Playful Adaptation. was Playful Adaptation by Ferris Malek. Up next is Assembly Line by Mitch Murder.
That was Assembly Line by Mitch Murder. Up next, a request by Keith Atherton. We have The Sun and the Moon featuring Elise Devon, the nocturnal mix by Lavenue.
That was Lavenue with Sun and the Moon featuring Elise Devon, the nocturnal mix. Uh, make sure to listen to this final track of the night. Uh, I've already played it on the show, but I want to play. I want to play it as the last track of the show. Uh, we got love by Heartbeat Hero. Here we go. It's actually available on Bandcamp right now. I count stars. I count sheep. I count cars. Cannot sleep. Cannot wake. Eight thirteen. I'm so late, I got work, I'm so tired, if I'm late, then I'm fired, our weekend was the best, I just laid on your chest, my heart spoke, my heart stopped, my heart sang, my heart talked, I don't care what they say, just a kiss every day, what you say, what you do, I am so in love with you, I want love, I'll give mine, all to you, you're so fine. You're listening to the show live now. Um, make sure and check out uh, soundcloud.com slash heartbeathero to listen to the show, uh, the audio version, including even more music. That's it for the show today. If you enjoy the show, please tell all your friends and family about it. I'm so thankful to all my listeners and guests on the show. You can support the show by checking out Heartbeat Hero on Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, and SoundCloud. And like Robin Lights, Keith Atherton, and many more, you can also support Heartbeat Hero Radio by going to patreon.com slash heartbeathero. The next show is the 16th of March on Saturday night, 7.30 p.m. Paris time. I hope you can make it to that show. I hope to see you right now in the Google Meets. And you can join us by using the link in the Twitch chat. Have a great day, everybody. Hey gang, this is Joe from over on the Ozone Nightmare Podcast, and I am thrilled to be sponsoring this episode of Heartbeat Hero Radio. The Ozone Nightmare broadcasts new episodes five days a week. Monday through Thursday, you'll hear The Daily Five, a single-topic short show where I highlight one thing that's on my mind. Fridays, we publish The Main Show, where my co-host Lando and I talk about pop culture, movies and television, video games, and whatever random rabbit holes we wander into. You can also listen to the Ozone Late Night series, where I interview folks from all over the creative spectrum, including great guests like Heartbeat Hero himself. Beyond the podcast, I'm also an illustrator whose work you may have seen on things like Magic the Gathering cards. Head on over to OzoneNightmare.com for links to the podcast as well as my illustration work.